this is a ministry of prayer. That's what the Lord said to me. It's a ministry. And every single believer in the body of Christ needs to take up their ministry and begin to pray out the plan of God in the earth in these last days. It's not just for a select group of people. It's not just for a special group of people. No, the ministry of prayer belongs to the body of Christ. Can you say amen? I remember a while ago, years ago, we were uh, in my house, me and my family. This was before Lauren was married, and we were... um, for whatever reason, my dad, who never loses anything, lost his uh, phone, and he um, he was trying to find it for so long, and he he was really desperate for it because after a while, you know, you got to have do business calls, you got to do all the different stuff, and it was late at night, um, and so he had been looking for so long, and so finally he grabbed all the family, got us all together, and said, "Why don't you help us help me find this phone?" And so we had this brilliant idea. Who was it? I don't know whose idea it was. It was my idea. Let's turn off all the lights in the house and let's have somebody else call and let's look for the screen that's going to light up, right? And so we're walking through the house in the dark and, you know, there's furniture everywhere. There's a cat somewhere. There's, you know, people in my family, they throw stuff on the ground sometimes, you know. <laughs> Lauren, you know, she's just a mess sometimes. Just kidding. <laughs> but, um, but there's, you know, we're just, we're looking for this phone in the dark. It was com- cl- completely dark. Couldn't see very well. And so I went, I remember going through the living room and I was moving pretty fast for whatever reason. And I hit the ottoman of this couch and when I hit it I hit it with so much force that I flipped over it and fell on the ground on my back and just to complete it stubbed my toe in the process and just fell over on the ground and uh, it hurt it really hurt bad and I was um I was laughing at the same time too because it was my idea to turn off the lights and then I was the one that tripped up in the dark and um and then my family came in and they started laughing at me as well I was in the dark and I couldn't see and I stumbled. And you know, that's how people are in their prayer life. They're praying in the dark. They're trying to receive from God, but because they're in the dark, they're not finding out what he wants for them and they're not receiving what he has for them. And they're tripping up in prayer. They're stumbling in prayer. They're stubbing their toes spiritually in prayer. They're, and that, they get injured in prayer. Their faith is hurt and harmed in prayer because they're not doing it right. And when they don't receive, then, then in their mind, they think, well, I guess, I guess this stuff doesn't work or faith doesn't work sometimes. They think that. And then the enemy likes to play on people's mind and begin to tell them, like, you know, this doesn't work, obviously, because you didn't receive. No, no, we have to pray in line with the word. We're not praying in the dark when we're praying in line with the word. We're not praying um, in out in un, uncharted water or praying in a place that um, is a guessing game or where there's not clear direction. When we're praying in line with the word, no, there is clear direction. When we're praying in line with the word, when we're doing what the word says to do, then we know that we can receive every single time. So look at verse seven. It says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will 
and it shall be done unto you. Glory be to God. Does that get you excited like it does me? Because I know if I'll do what the Lord Jesus said to do right here, that I'll receive answers to my prayer every single time. Not one of my prayers falls to the ground. The scripture said that concerning the prophet Samuel back in the Old Testament. For Samuel, um, I believe it was 14 or 13. But not one of his prayers fell to the ground. Well, not one of our prayers ever has to fall to the ground in the New Covenant, in the New Testament. Uh, established in his blood, the blood of Jesus Christ, and where we have received um, fullness and abundance of light. And you say amen. Hallelujah. The word of God has to be abiding in us. And notice when we are, when the word of God is in us, when the, we're abiding in him and his word is abiding in us, then we're going to ask for things in line with his word. Our prayers are going to be in line with his word because his word is abiding in us. And again, I'll point this out to you like I have before because I've been delivered from the fear of repetition. Notice that it says here in this little verse, the word you or ye five times, because whether or not you receive answers to your prayers is more dependent on you than it is on God because you have to be abiding in him and his words have to be abiding in you. That's your responsibility. He's provided it. He's supplied it. And now it's up to us to take hold of it and to be doers of what he said to do with it. Do what he said to do with it. And so the word of God has to be abiding in us. And then, because see, there's a process to this. There's there are steps in prayer. Not complicated steps, but simple steps in prayer. And these steps have to be followed. Once you, the word of God is abiding in us, then we can ask what we will in line with his will. And it shall be done unto us. Glory be to God. So we've been talking about uh, five keys to answered prayer. And one of the keys that we talked about and we continue to look at because it's so good, but is praying in line or in the light of the word. Praying in line of the word or praying in the light of the word. Glory be to God. Um, and I think you guys remember this story, but uh, one individual said to my dad one time, he used to come to church here years ago. He, uh, he sat under the ministry for a long time, but then eventually he got a little antsy and got, you know, tired of just sitting there and he, you know, approached, approached my dad one day and he said, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a lot, I have some, I have some things the Lord is doing to me, but he said, um, you know, he started to bring attention to himself and say, I'm this in the body of Christ. I'm that in the body of Christ. And he was bragging on himself of having such high rank for lack of better terms. And he was like, yeah, I've got this ministry and I do this. And I, and he was just bragging on himself on and on and on. And, uh, he also said to my dad in this conversation, he was like, well, you know, I'm way out beyond that thing pointing at the word of God. I'm way out beyond that thing and where I'm at in ministry and life. And you know what I've said, uh, if you're out beyond the word, you're way too far out for me. But that's what he said. I, I mean, I never thought, guys, I never thought I'd hear some of the things that I've heard in life. 
and in ministry. I never thought that I would hear some of these things being said out of people's mouths, but I've heard some pretty amazing things, and that's got to be one of the most amazing things I've ever heard. A Christian saying that he's way out beyond the Word of God, the Bible. But notice that when you're in the Word, in line with the Word, and you're abiding in the Word, and the Word's abiding in you, that you're in the light. So anything that's outside the Word is in the dark. Anything that's beyond the word is out in the dark, which there is nothing beyond the word, but that's what he said. But um, anything outside the word is, a step outside the word is a step into the dark, dark places. And you don't want to be out there. You don't want to be out there, trust me. So praying in line with the word and praying in the light of the word, that is the first key and step to um, answered prayer, to receiving answers to your prayer every single time. And then we also talked about praying to the Father in the name of Jesus. And we found that to be true in John chapter 16 and verse 23, where Jesus said, In that day you shall ask me nothing. Whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. And so shall you be, or and so that your joy may be full. Uh, Verse, oh, I quoted that completely wrong, didn't I? Let's look at it because I don't want us to miss this. John chapter 16, verse 23. John chapter 16 and verse 23. It says, In that day you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, or truly, truly, I say unto you, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Hitherto, or that means up till now, you have asked nothing in my name. That's where I missed it. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Ask and you shall receive. How do we ask? We ask in the name of Jesus. And we're ta he's talking about prayer here. So talking about making petitions or making requests to God. And notice Jesus said in verse 23 that in that day, talking about the day of the new covenant, you shall ask, you shall ask, me nothing because they were used to going the disciples were used to going to jesus for everything but he was teaching them in this verse here that in that day in the day of the new covenant you shall ask me nothing but whatsoever you shall ask the father in my name he will give it you Asking the Father in the name of Jesus. And this is a key to answered prayer, is praying to the Father in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Um, a lot of times people try to take the Lord's Prayer, as we've termed it, and they try to pray that in their life. They try to pray the Lord's Prayer in their life. Um, <clears throat> but Jesus was not teaching them how to pray to the Father in the name of Jesus in that prayer. And that prayer has been fulfilled in the new covenant. Um, why don't we look over there and look at it just so that you guys can see it for yourselves. Let's look at Matthew's gospel, gospel of Matthew. And um, I wasn't going to go down this path, but let me find it really fast for you. Matthew chapter 6. There's more than one account. There's another account in Luke chapter 11. But let's look at Matthew chapter 6. Let's look at the Lord's Prayer. 
for just a moment. Matthew chapter 6, verse 8. And hold your finger in the other place. We're going to go back there. But Matthew chapter 6 and verse 8 says, Be not therefore like unto them, for your your father, verse 8, knows what things you have need of before you ask him. Then he said here, After this manner therefore pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And so like I said, people, Christians, they take this prayer and they, can t- they uh, still pray it in their lives today. But according to the New Testament... In the new covenant, this prayer has been fulfilled. Um, Verse 11 says, give us this day our daily bread. Well, Philippians 4.19 says, my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Well, we know that he has forgiven us and washed us in his blood. If we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And when we come to the Lord and, and we confess Christ, we're not confessing sin as a, as a sinner. When a sinner comes to Christ, they don't confess sin. They confess Christ and then receive forgiveness. And then as a believer, because we're in Christ, when we mess up, we confess the sin that we committed, and then he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us. But he has forgiven us our debts. As we forgive our debtors. Verse 13 says, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil or the evil one. Well, James chapter 1 verse 13 said, God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. He doesn't tempt men. He's not the tempter. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. That's good. And like I said, I'm not taking away from what Jesus said, but understand that Jesus was not giving them a prayer that they would pray the rest of their lives. He was giving them or showing them the way to pray while the old covenant was um, passing off the scene and he was establishing a new covenant. So this was what the way that he specifically dealt with the disciples to pray Um, He dealt with them to pray this way in the meantime or during this time in between where the old covenant was passing away and a new covenant was coming. So this is not a New Testament prayer. This is not a a prayer that we pray in the new covenant. Um, You'll never find the Lord's prayer being prayed in the letters to the church. You'll never find Paul leading or telling the church to pray the Lord's prayer. He never tells them to pray this way. You won't find it there. You won't find this, the Lord's prayer, um, ever mentioned after the gospels. It's only mentioned in Matthew chapter six, verse 10, and in Luke chapter 11, verse two. But then once Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead and he ascended on high. He sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. You never find this prayer again. So like I said, this was a prayer that Jesus gave to his disciples to pray um, while he was establishing the new covenant. 
much of this prayer has been fulfilled. And even when it says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, we know according to Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, that um, the word says, Jesus said that the, um, that whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. So the authority in Christ has been delegated to the church that's on the earth. Mm-hmm. On earth, as, so whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. It starts now in the earth if it's going to be done on the earth. Mm-hmm. And the, the, those that are on the earth, the church the Lord of the Lord Jesus Christ, the body of Christ on the earth, operating in its authority, exercising its authority can establish what is to be and agree with the will of heaven and then things are done in that order so the kingdom of god has come the kingdom of god has come and the will of god is being done on the earth it's being done through his church do you see that glory be to god so going back to john chapter 16 And looking at the 23rd verse, he said, In that day you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Hitherto, or up till now, have you asked nothing in my name. Ask that you may receive, or you shall receive, that your joy may be Full. So Jesus right here is establishing what? He's establishing uh, the way that we should pray in the new covenant. This, he's establishing how believers should pray. Praying to the Father, asking the Father in the name, the name of Jesus. Jesus said, in my name. And in verse 24, you, sh- you have not asked anything in my name name up till now but if you ask in my name you shall receive and of course your joy is full when you do that your joy may be full